Hey everybody, welcome to Shein Insight, where we research and discuss the Shein network. In today's episode, Leonie, Louisa, and I will talk about the pro and contra communities of Shein regarding their fast fashion policy. We all did our own network analysis and will present and discuss our results today with you. Before we start, also do not forget to check out our social media accounts on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. That is Shein Insight underscore. Thank you so much, guys. Does one of you want to start, like maybe introduce the topic a little bit more or explain our goal? Just uh... Yeah, sure. I can start. Um, so for the people who don't know what or who Shein is, Shein is an ultra fast fashion online retailer from China. Um, now, ultra fast fashion is kind of a more extreme version of fast fashion. Um, but fast fashion has been around for years, really. Um, think of H&M, Zara, Mango, um, all those brands. That's, they have, they release new, um, new seasons of clothes all the time. Um, I think they added 4,000 new styles to the US website of H&M uh, this year alone. But Shein, as ultra-fast fashion, takes that to a whole nother level. They release 315,000 new styles to their websites in uh, 2022 so far. Um, they make really cheap clothes, uh, selling some pieces for under $5.00. Um, they always have codes, always have um, sales going on. Their website is really flashy. You get kind of coupons in your face everywhere um, mm-hmm. to make people buy as much as they can. Um, and it works somehow. Yeah. So that's yeah, ultra fast fashion. Yeah. 315,000 is really an insane number if you think about it. Um so yeah, that's that's Shein, that's ultra fast fashion. So we can get into our analysis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should I start with Twitter? Sure. So um, we all three picked a different platform to scrape data from and analyze, and I picked Twitter. And I scraped 500 random tweets with the hashtag Shein. And in the analysis, I found two really interesting communities and four which were around giveaways and promotions. So I'm not talking further about those. But the interesting communities were once the official Shein account and one other user, which um, in general advocated about fast fashion. And the Shein official account was full of people complaining about basically everything you can think of when you think of Shein and like the bad sides of it. So there were shipment complaints, Complaints about the quality of the clothing, the treatment of the clothing, the clothing which arrived with like, yeah, yeah. And like the clothing that arrives with like stains and stuff and the horrible customer service, the terrible working conditions, like high level of toxins and chemicals in the clothing itself and also stealing from other brands. Um, And people even promoted like some kind of expose about Shein, which is called um, Inside Shein, mm-hmm. Untold from Channel 4, which was just released 
on the 17th of October this year. And um, another user also stated to just download Twitter to quote unquote this Shein. So oh like the anger. Yeah, yeah. The anger in this comment section was, it was very high. Um, and she did not like reacted to any of it. And uh, yeah, it's a very interesting community. And all in all, just negative. Like there was one comment saying that they love Shein no matter what, with like a tons of hearts and wow, all kinds mm. of emojis saying like, I love you guys too. But the rest was basically very mad. And the other community was around a user called Lingerie Addict. And <laughs> this user, yeah, nice name, right? Good <laughs> I also thought very fitting. Um, this user in general advocated about fast fashion and there were like heated discussions around it. And there were like users which have clear stances either ways for Shein or against Shein. And like two or three which try to stay neutral and understand both sides. But most of them were really harsh on one side. And in general, it was the same discussion as in the Shein official account, like the same um, comments, the same uh, complaints but also people saying that they can't afford something else and rather have like 200 clothing for very cheap than five for uh, more money, which are more sustainable. And that in general also everyone is buying there either ways. And if they buy there, that does not make a big difference and all this like talk, um, trying to state that it's okay to buy there because you're poor, for example. Um, and yeah, that was the analysis. But what's also really interesting to mention is when I try to ask people about their opinions on Reddit, for example, about Shein, I tried to post it in the official Shein group and my comments both times were completely blocked saying I violate oh, community rules. That's crazy. <laughs> and like the only question I asked was, quote unquote, what are your experience with Shein? I'm unsure if I should buy there or not. And that just got blocked two it times. Got blocked. Two different <laughs> accounts. Yeah, it just got blocked. Bam. In, in like an instant block. <laughs> we don't share opinions so, here. <laughs> no, and the fun thing is this account said even like the insights is saying, yeah, here we discuss about the quality and and all the different styles. And I'm like, yeah, what for discussion? I can't even ask about experience here. Yeah, so like yeah, they already is... know what they are doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. they do. They yeah. definitely do. But um, yeah, I do think it's kind of, I feel like people feel like they have the privilege to ignore what's going on because they just have the choice to ignore it because it's not happening to them. They're not working uh, those long hours or they do not have to make mm. so many clothings per day and just get like this tiny salary. But they might have to deal with the environmental consequences. True, true. Yeah, but most but people say they don't care. But yeah, most people just don't don't care. That's also the experience that um, I got from my analysis. I did the Reddit network, um, and basically, I found different communities, and I thought I, I took threats um, that were also negative and, and positive equally. But what I found was that the communities were mostly very positive towards Shein, which is 
surprising because I read threats that were that were horrible. Also talking about stains in the in underwear or whoa, you know, whoa. yeah, with a picture, it was very unpleasant. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, most of the the communities, except one user who was really. Um, arguing against it and and arguing like somebody is paying the price for this mm. um yeah except for that one user most of the communities were very very positive towards Shein, um very supportive saying lots of good stuff about Shein, um and they were also discussing that they are tired of being judged for buying a Chien. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a statement. <laughs> has many good benefits, mostly for them, uh, like yeah, affordable clothes, <laughs> like you already said. Um, one thing that was also mentioned a lot was that they are very size inclusive. Um, so even plus size people can find a lot of different clothes, um, to match their style, which of course is great. Um, yeah, I, I guess there are some benefits to it, to, to having such a broad range of choices. Um, yeah, obviously I think, um, it's great that they have like so much to offer. Uh, mm -hmm. for everyone something um but yeah what i just said like i do think that people really forget what goes on behind the scenes and yeah. i also posted uh for the like posted like these topics on twitter um, and i think it's actually worth mentioning here also for this audience um so basically uh, what i did was uh find out like some facts about Xi'an, um and i think this will really shock a lot of people uh, for example, the first one is, did you know that Shein workers work 120 hours a week, which is approximately 18 hours a day with only one free day per month? And they only get around 565 euros a month and they have to make at least 500 pieces of clothing a day, That's, which is, that is insane. So yeah, like 18 hours a day. Like we work eight hours a day, not even everyone, but mm -hmm. like... If you have a full-time job, you work eight hours a day and you have two week, two days off a week. And That's I mean, just... the tendency is going towards a four-day week. So exactly. That might even exactly. get less. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's really worth mentioning because people tend to forget these things because of the things they see online. Like we see all these great influencers supporting Shein, um, which is, I mean, like, it gives people probably a better feeling like, oh, I do not have to be judged anymore because this person that is so high and of high status also promotes it. Um, so I think there could be a problem with that since people that have such an exemplary um, like status in society still promote this and do not talk about like the negative side effects that we um, want to raise awareness for. Um, yeah. So I do think that that could be a problem. Um, but if, obviously, that's why we are here. Um, so let me actually talk about my uh, analysis. So I did a YouTube analysis. And what I did is 
I made a network out of two uh, YouTube videos. One video was this haul from a girl. Uh, it was something called like my most honest haul from Shein. And the other one was um, the exposing truths about Shein, something um, about child labor and the environment and stolen designs. Um, and what I did is I took the comments from both of these videos and made like one network analysis out of it. And I think what is most valuable to share is the sentiment analysis that I did from this. Um, and what I found out is that, at least for the YouTube data, there are mostly three communities. Um, so the first one is the positive community. So if I look at the word cloud, I have it right here. Most frequently used words in the comments are Shein, simple, uh, complete, I love, uh, stuff like this. So people are just really praising Shein, basically. Mm -hmm. um, what you do already see is like these words are tinier in the word cloud, so less frequently used. You see the word child, check, like uh, check the clothing or reviews, check the reviews. Um, so even in this positive community, there are already uh, some people that are skeptical about this, which I think is already good. Like there is still some hope people are yeah. actually aware of it. <laughs> That's true. Um, then, of course, on the other side, you have the community that is completely against it. Um, the work cloud says she in um, bastards. I see, I see slave, child labor. I even see the word, this is really extreme, but I see the word Nazi. Um, yeah, so basically yeah, that's people... Yeah, it's, it's pretty, these were pretty extreme. Um, so this mm -hmm. is like the community really on the, on the other side of it. But what was interesting is that there is also another really important community, which is kind of in the middle. Um, most frequently used words are China and ethical and activism. And when I look at the sentiment analysis, the most frequent emotions are fear and hmm. also anger so i was thinking like what could this mean but this is basically a community that is in the middle that is like starting to get concerns but they're not yeah. entirely sure about it um and i was mm -hmm. actually wondering like before we started this whole uh network analysis and uh, trying to raise awareness where would you guys group yourself like in which of these three communities would you guys do you think you would fit that's an excellent question, actually. Yeah. Um, well, I've watched videos about Shein before that were highly biased, like highly biased towards one side. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they, they were very criticizing towards Shein. Um, and I do have my negative bias from that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also just from not really supporting ultra fast fashion i mean fast fashion you can't really get around that easily um right. yeah but i don't think we need to take it up another notch um make it even crazier mm -hmm. uh so yeah i was already quite negative towards Shein. and yeah, me actually too like i felt already bad for shopping at primark like when i was younger i think when i was 15. oh yeah i loved primark when 
that just started in Germany. I was like, oh, wow, let's go there. Um, and when I realized how bad it is, I uh, definitely stopped it. So I was already very biased against um, yeah, very fast fashion. I don't know how to group Primark. I think it's between ultra fast fashion and and fast fashion. I think it's something in between. I think she yeah. is even worse. So I was already against that. So obviously she is like yeah. another level where where I think I don't want to support it based on all the reasons we already talked about. Yeah. So I'm also definitely in a negative community like the ones which are against it and what you? about you Esther? yeah i i think it's i'm i'm kind of admired by you guys that you guys were already like really sort of educated about this because for myself i can say that i think i would probably in the community in the middle um because mm -hmm. i do have these i did have those things in my mind like oh how do they make so many clothes a day? And, you know, like, obviously there is something going on here. And I also ordered sometimes from Shein. And I also have people around me that do order from Shein. Um, and you see those clothes sometimes. The quality is not always as good as mm -hmm. you would hope, <laughs> so to say. You would um, hope for five euros. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of gambling. I mean, it's also exciting to gamble every time, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I see, I have people around me that just buy a huge amount of clothes and then just do not even return it because it was just three euros. So, yeah, know. there's no point in returning it. Yeah, there's not really a point. Exactly. Um, but after doing this project and after like, you know, really getting into it, I'm also trying to um, have those people around me, like, make them more aware of what is actually going on and um, try to convey the message that we are also trying to convey here to the audience. Um, so I'm really, really glad that uh, we did this and that I could also learn from you guys also in this podcast, which is really, really nice uh, oh. that we all get to share our analysis together. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I, hope, yeah, I think, yeah, I hope that the audience will have the same. Yeah. Let's just, let's just hope that we have that effect. Definitely eye-opening mm -hmm. to to see all these facts and uh, also watch documentaries about it and yeah, all that and yeah, still I can definitely how... recommend the one. Yeah, which was linked. Yeah, we should and link see it how down positive <laughs> people are still towards brands like Shein, knowing all of that. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should definitely link everything we talked about down below, like all of our content we share on the platforms, as well as this very, very good documentary, which is very fresh on Channel 4. <laughs> and yeah, I think that was it with the very first episode. Yeah, we have a we have a link tree, so just click on that and yeah, see all the that content. Good point. Good point. And yeah, we hope you guys will join the next episode when we launch it and wish you a great evening or day or midday whenever you listen to this and hope that you could learn something from it and yeah thank you for listening talk to you next bye. time see you next time bye